Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I have a very special guest. Uh, today's show will be with Austin Mayo, and Austin is somebody that I'm so excited to have on today's show and, and to bring so much value because Austin was a guy who actually reached out to me before he was going to medical sales college, and it's crazy. We actually have same exact background, strength and conditioning. Um, we were living, he, we know each other's experiences, and so being able to talk see his journey through medical sales college and then going all the way to landing a territory manager position with a medical sales company is it's absolutely amazing again for you guys who are listening that doesn't happen most of the time it's it's an associate for a year or two and then you get that opportunity to be a territory manager that full line sales rep and Austin was able to do it right away um, and I'm so excited to have him and share his journey because he has an amazing journey that you guys are going to hear on this podcast why he broke in so fast um, he's a guy who's who's hungry He's a guy who has impact. He's a guy who's going to make everyone better. And just, and like we talked about, me and him were talking offline, is just having impact on people's life, making it positive um, and, and making it, this world a little better place. So excited to have you on today, Austin. Thank you for taking time out of your day to, to bring value to our listeners. Hey, thanks again, Jacob. Um, you know, I just, I just want to kind of touch base on, you know, how I got into medical sales to begin with. Yeah. You know, um, so my journey was quite, you know, I wouldn't say it's normal, you know. Um, so originally I graduated this past May from East Tennessee State University. Um, originally I was doing physical therapy. Um, thought that was my route, you know, but I ended up finding out that wasn't something I really felt I wanted to do. Um, so then I went the strength conditioner route. I actually did a internship with the University of Arkansas uh, with the football team down there for four months. Um, got a job offer um, at Notre Dame out of that. Um, but because of COVID, they put me on freeze um, until February. So on all them on all them months, you know, I was just sitting, running my business I had, um, and just working, saving money. But then I came across medical sales, and I was like, wow, this is this really interests me. Um, and you know, life to me is about how much impact can I bring. You know, my my goal every day is to impact one person, however that may be. Um, you know, I really seek that every day. I wait. That's what really drives me. Um, but I, I began to look into medical sales and I came across medical sales college. So, you know, not having any debt from um, college, I was like, let's do it. Let's run it. Um, so I went to a course down in Florida and, you know, uh, I kind of just jumped in it and just closed my eyes and went with jump with faith. And, uh, you know, it was 15 grand, 16 grand altogether, not counting the Airbnb. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a pretty penny um but you know my journey there um you know it gave me a foundation but you know I graduated and uh with a bachelor's degree in kinesiology and exercise science and you know already knew the fundamentals of anatomy and how the body moves biomechanics you know and whenever I got there that's all they were teaching us mm -hmm. I, I thought going to medical sales college I was going to learn how to sell, you know, what's going to make me be a better sales rep, medical sales rep, you know, and I wasn't getting that, you know, for instance, Jacob, like we talked about, you know, I would ask, you know, my professors, they would say something to us and I would ask for an example, you know, could you, can you please give us an example how you would sell this particular product? And, you know, they would just give that generic answer as to wait till sales week, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll go over that in sales week. Um, and that's at the end of the course you know? Yeah. Um, but it, it was just, 
you know, I learned, I met some good people. Professors were great. They really, you know, they were genuine people. Um, but I just, I felt like I didn't get out of, I didn't get out of it what I thought I was going to, so to speak, okay. you know? Yeah, no, for sure, man. And, and, and just to kind of like rewind and everything, we're, we're, we're going to jump into medical sales college and, and touch on it again. Um, but like going back into, you know, like strength and conditioning uh, for everyone listening out there, you know, like we both had that kinesiology degree. I was both going strength and conditioning um, as well, was able to go with some top colleges for like internships, but you actually got a job with Notre Dame, which mm-hmm. if any of you guys are listening, Notre Dame's not a small school and it's not a bad school, you know? So like the fact that you were able to to go with medical sales over, you know, strength and conditioning, working at these D1 uh, school, this D1 school with people that are going to be professional athletes, you know, following that. Um, I really just want to touch on what made you choose that medical sales uh, route and like, how'd you even find medical sales college? Was it just via internet? What made, what made you commit to going to that um, with that, but really just touching on right now, like what made you choose medical sales? I know you said impact people and I'm, I'm with you. Like, make that impact but what made you made that make that switch from hey i'm gonna go be a strength and conditioning coach and uh have impact on their lives you know because you're working with young uh young men and young women who are developing and that was one reason i wanted to do medical or to do strength and conditioning i was like i want to teach uh young athletes how to become great men and women but also great athletes you know but there's so much more but than just lifting weights but what made you make that switch from going to that to hey i'm gonna go to medical sales what, how, how'd you make that switch and what, what was the reason for that? So, you know, with strength conditioning, you know, it's more so, um, I, I would say it's more so like a mentorship, you know, you're mentoring these kids and helping them grow. Yep. It's much bigger than just weights, you know, but it also has a lot of meaning behind it as well. Um, but for me, you know, I've always been fascinated with the body and anatomy and, you know, the OR for instance, and that's something that's always interested me uh, ever since I can remember. And, um, you know, I, I just felt the more I read up on it, the more I talked to people through LinkedIn, the more I gravitated towards it. And, you know, I'm, I'm big in my I'm big in uh, how we're aligned to certain places for a reason. And I kind of just uh, trust in my gut, trust in my heart and uh, went that way. Yeah. So. And it's never going to it's never going to leave you the wrong way when you're trusting, you yeah. can, you know, like you have that piece. I, I totally know what you mean, man. Um, and I love that because I'm with you. Like I knew like if you guys don't know what strength and conditioning, it's working with all the athletes that go to college and, and beyond, you know, professional athletes, all that. But you're making a relationship. Like you said, it was a mentorship. You're you're making relationships that are going to last a lifetime with with these athletes. But, you know, I'll, I'll be real with what the reason I wanted to go into medical sales and I, and I stopped the, the strength and conditioning. I loved strength and conditioning. I do, I do enjoy it. It was, it was honestly the lifestyle with it. And for me, it was something else that like, I was, I've always been that person. Like I didn't come from anything, didn't come from much. And I wanted to, to be able to make an impact on my family financially um, and, and in other ways too. And that's always been a driver for me and finding a career that, you know, medical sales offers, you know, a good pay and offers freedom. And so that's really what made when I was a personal trainer, strength and condition, that's what made me um, make that switch. Because the reason I'm going into depth is I know I have some strength coaches listening to me because they'll, they'll reach out to me on LinkedIn and they're like, Hey, I have the same background. I'm an actual coach right now. And I'm looking at it and I get it, you know, like I wanted to break in because when you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, working with these athletes and you're making not even enough to to pay your bills and go on vacation. It, it can, it can be tough, you know? Um, so I totally understand going into that next route. Now, once you found medical sales, you know, and you're like, okay, I need to get my foot in the door. 
what what did that process look like? Where'd you start looking? And I know you again, we've said that you found medical sales. Did you start reaching out to people on LinkedIn first and then find medical sales college? Or was it medical sales college and then you were finding people through LinkedIn? Um, because I know we're, we'll talk about like when you called me, you had already committed to medical sales college. Um, yeah. you, were, you were already going, you weren't there yet, but you were going and we had our talk. But I just would love to hear your process for uh, anybody listening that's, you know, they're just, they don't know what medical sales is. They're just looking and they want to find out more. So honestly, LinkedIn needs to be your best friend. Yep. Uh, you know, for, for me, especially talking to Jacob, um, really motivated me to reach out to more people. You know, I, I got to a point where I was messaging 20 to 30 people a day, yep. um, you know, personalized messages, um, making it personal and just reaching out, setting up phone calls, talking to them. Because in them moments when you set up that, you know, let's say you reach out to a regional manager and they seen how proactive you were to seeking to reaching out for them. They just so happen to have a, a job opportunity waiting. And just because you reached out, they offer you a job yep. because you know, they like that you were proactive in that sense. You know, so for, for me, you know, um, reaching out through LinkedIn is huge. Setting up phone calls is huge. Um, though I don't take that time is very valuable. Don't just sit around and wait because it's not going to come to you. Like you have to work and you have to put the effort in. And, you know, um, like for me, you know, never been given nothing in my whole life. Like I've worked for everything and nothing's never been easy, but you, it's what you make, what you make of it in that moment, you know, and, and if you're really passionate about medical device sales, you know, set time every day and um, message people, talk to people because that'll go a long way. I love it. I want to, I want to just touch on what you said um, because you know, I was the same way. I nothing. And, and once, what I want you guys to hear both of us is we're both guys who came from strength and conditioning. We know what hard work is putting in 12, 14 hour days for no money. We know that because that's the world of it in a very little money and passionate people. Like we're both, I would say very passionate when that's one of the things I get told all the time is whatever I'm talking about, I'm passionate about. And that was actually during my interview. They're like, why are you, how are you so passionate about this product? And I was like, because I've researched, but it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. If I'm into something, I'm passionate about it. I love it because it's, I know it's going to make a difference in someone else's life and my life. Um, but I want you guys to hear that because both things that we've, we've both said, you know, being passionate, working hard, always going in with a mind that you don't deserve anything. Everything is earned, not given. And that's something I think will go so far when you're doing this, because there's so many people in this world, not just in medical sales, but in this world who think everything's supposed to be given to them. They deserve it. And once you get that mindset of you don't deserve anything and nothing's yours, life's so much easier. And I'm saying this because Austin and I both landed territory manager positions without going to that associate sales rep. You know, and, and again, not not to sit here and brag, but to sit here and say, I want you guys to hear the difference in the drive. I want you to hear the difference in like the passion, the research. And, and like he said, reaching out to 20, 30 people a day, you know, like I, I tell people all the time when I was on LinkedIn, I would send it till they told me I was spam. You know, I think that's 50 to 100 messages. I don't even know, but it would tell me I would spam and I would do it at five in the morning and I do it at nine o'clock at night. And I would do it every single day, you know, setting up those calls, doing everything. So again, Austin, that's a great point. I just want everyone to touch. I touched on that to hear, you know, like I want you guys to hear the passion in him. I want you to hear the drive, the hustle and making things happen because what he just said happened to me. I reached out to a regional manager 
who had a spot, not yet, but coming up. He told me to follow up with him every Thursday. I did that for the next three months, reached out every Thursday at 8 a.m., sent a message checking on it. Guess who got a job offer once that position came open? But just from sending that message on LinkedIn, showing that yeah. I was proactive. That's funny because that, you know, the reason I said that is because that's what I did. Um, that's how I got this job. That's how I landed this role. And uh, it was because of that, you know, just kept being proactive with it and messaging, you know, every other day, uh, making that connection and uh, ended up giving me a job. So I love uh, it. It definitely goes a long way. And, you know, I want to add something real quick before we uh, move on. Like yep. a quote that, you know, really speaks to me that, that I, I live by, you know, it doesn't happen to me. It happens for me. And, you know, a lot of you, you know, you're going to be told no. You're going to be told that you're not qualified, qualified enough. Like, it's going to happen. Like, that's, that's a must. But um, in the moment, you got to understand that it's, it's not going to break. It's not meant to break you. It's, it's meant to push you and help you grow, you know. So just stay positive because it, it's going to be tough. But you have to get your foot in the door. And if you're truly passionate about it, you'll do whatever you have to do to get that, you know. Yep. So. And and I love what you just said, man. And the thing I want you guys to talk about, you know, me and Austin, both men of faith and we believe in, but I, one thing I really believe in is everything happens in my life for a reason, right? Like I didn't get a job. I wasn't supposed to have that job. If I got this job, if there's a teaching moment, you know, like we've all had jobs we hated, but guess what? During jobs you hated, you learned something. And I say that for the reason is the job I landed, which is my dream job, you know, coming in as a TM with the top medical device company, being able to do this, guess what? If I would have got landed the other jobs that I was interviewing for, I would have never had this position. I would have came in as an associate and been somewhere else. You know, like everything happened perfectly and put me where I was supposed to be. And even right now in the position I am, I know there's so many learning things that I'm supposed to be in, in here. I'm not supposed to come in and just, you know, know everything because I can't. I'm brand new, but I'm learning as I go. So again, if you go in with that mindset, it, it can be a roller coaster like we'll talk into and we'll dive into, you know, going up and you're like, hey, you're a candidate and you're like, yes, I'm, I'm there. And then they call you two days later and they're like, we took an internal candidate and you were on round three. And like you're back down to the bottom. It's a roller coaster ride through this interview process, but just believing in yourself and knowing you're going to make it because I promise you, everybody who's listening right now, most people will give up and quit. I've talked to them after three months, six months, eight months, they'll quit because they're just, they're tired of it. If this is something you truly want to do and you're passionate about, you just have to stick with it and you'll get in, you'll make those connections. But again, it's never like Austin stated before this, it's never just going to be given to you. You know, especially with my myself and him, like him as well. Like when you don't have sales experience, I'm telling you guys this right now, and that's majority of my listeners. If you don't have sales experience, you're going to work 10 times harder than the people who do have sales experience to break in because you are missing a piece of the puzzle to them. So you have to work harder and you have to do something to make yourself stand out. So I really just want to state on that because many people I talk to, they're like, oh, I'm just waiting for a job or I've, I've applied to six places. Like, you know, it's not enough. You got to reach out to, you know, my call when, and I'm always nice about it, but when people call me on my phone, cause I get a lot of calls from, from this podcast and it's great. And I love talking to people, but they're like, you know, Jake, I'm just not getting a lot of hits. And I'm like, how many people have you reached out to? I've reached out to four and I'm like, reach out to a thousand, call me back. And they're, and they're always like taken back. And I always am like, I reached out to 3,000 people, you know, 3,000 people in six months. I, talk, I have a list of 180 people. And I've said this a million times on the podcast, but I, I, I just say how many people I reached out to to get four job offers from top 30 companies, right? Like it didn't just happen by accident. I didn't just fall into it. I worked my butt off and God blessed me with the 
perfect place where I was supposed to be at the time, but it doesn't happen. It's not going to just be given to you. You have to work and you have to make a, you have to make it happen, you know, and that's, and I know that's what you did, you know, because it, I know when we talked and and thing I want to touch on as we go into that sequence of now you found medical sales college, you decided to go. I think this is going to bring a lot of value to people who are listening about researching what you're trying to get into when you go to medical sales college. And I say this because when you and me talked, do you remember, uh, when I, when I asked you what division you were going in? Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah. So uh, tell yeah. them what division you went in. Uh, so originally, you know, I had no clue uh, what I was going into, right? Like no idea. And what I did through medical sales, it was uh, trauma, um, orthopedics, and spine. I know that's the route I went. But what you're going to find out is, you know, you can get in there and you, you'll be like, I, I like none of these, you know, I don't like any of this, mm-hmm. you know, so you could end up doing total, like something totally different uh, when you're finished with the school or um, whatever it may be. Um, for me, you know, I went more of the ortho route. Um, that's something I'm really interested in and passionate about. And it, it just is something that really touched me, you know, me being an athlete. Well, an ex-athlete now, <laughs> um, you know, I, I've dealt with a lot of injuries. I understand the body, the knee, um, and, and it's something that I really was drawn to. Um, so that's why I went that route. Um, but, you know, for anyone listening, you know, you, like, really do your research and, um, like, don't just set your mind on one particular uh, route, you know. Yeah. Like, be, be open to it all, research it all, and have your own opinion about it. You know, don't just do it because you see you see someone else doing it, you know, yes, because yes. if you don't like it, then why do it? You know, there's so many different routes you can take when it comes to medical devices. Awesome. I love that, man. I want everybody to hear what he just said. Make your own opinion on it. You know, so many times we get told what we should be doing by our parents, by other people, you know, they like it. But you got to realize, you know, just because a dude off LinkedIn says he loves ortho. You might do ortho and you're like, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like you only know by talking and experiencing it like you, like we talked about. And the thing I really want to just touch on is, you know, like I just remember the reason why research is important is when we had our first conversation, uh, you, you had just told me you got, you were thinking about going into medical sales. Um, you're leaving Notre Dame and, and you told me I'm going into trauma for the, for the class. And I, and I remember asking you, do you know what trauma is, what that lifestyle looks like? And your answer was no no yeah. idea. And, and that was a, and it's, it's a great learning moment. And that, cause I just say, this is if you guys don't know what trauma life is like, it's not nine to five, it's 24 hours on call. You have no life. When there's an accident at three in the morning, you're going in and doing that call at three in the morning. If you're on a date at eight o'clock at night, guess what? That date's over. You're going in and you're being with that surgeon. Um, and, and there's not a lot of sleepless nights, you know, like that's the reason I, I tell people to do the research because it's also the, also, the division will also impact your pay, you know, like some people and pacemakers and, and, and trauma, the high reps, they might be making over 500K, you know, but again, there's a trade off of maybe they've done it for 15 years and they've had no work life balance. It's just work all the time, you know, yeah. compared to someone else who might be in a smaller division, maybe they make 100, 150, 200,000, but they're done by five every day. They don't work on the weekends, you know, like that's why I'm, I'm so big on doing your research. And, and the biggest thing is how you do your research, reach out to people doing the job because they're going to tell you all the good, the bad and their experience. And like Austin said, don't just listen to one person and make that 
opinion for everything. You got to talk to a bunch because, you know, I say this all the time. I talk to a lot of reps who are really rude to me and they're like, why do you want to be in this? This place sucks. You know, like medical device isn't even worth it. And then I, I broke in and three months later, I see they're not even in the industry anymore. They were just, they had a negative mindset about it and they mm-hmm. were out. So that's why it's so important to form your own uh, opinion on it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I love it, man. Okay. So then we get into medical sales college. Now you're, you're trying to break in. You're, tr- you're trying to get yourself a job. How many interviews did you go through? Oh, so this where it gets interesting. So I went through at least, I'll say 40 interviews. Um, you know, I started applying my, my second week into medical sales college. You know, I was told by the teachers and I would talk to them, you need to wait till you're done the last week blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I knew networking is huge. And that goes back to what we just said. Um, You need to start reaching out. You need to start applying. And um, that's what I did. You know, I was getting interviews in the third week and it just kept stringing along the whole way through the course. And, you know, for instance, you know, I I would have classmates ask me, you know, how are you getting these interviews? You know, and I would go back to networking, (laughs) you know, like just a lot of people, you know, they won't, they won't, the job, but they're not willing to put in the work to get, it. you know, like you, you have to make time. You have to be proactive and like time's very valuable. Like if you just sit around and wait, it's going to be two months, three months later. And now they're, they're not hiring right now, you know? So then you're out for another six months, you know? So time, time is very valuable and you need to really take advantage of every moment to, to be networking. I love, I love it, man. And it's, it, I, I tell people this, you and me had this exact same talk. I've said it to every person who's ever called me. It's not what you know, it's who you know. You know, being a personal trainer, I've trained a lot of millionaires and they never once told me they hired someone because of a resume. They hired them because they knew the person they liked them or somebody they knew liked that person. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing. And this is why we always talk about LinkedIn networking, because if you are learning from them, right, you're getting your own information. But also, if they like you, guess what happens? They tell somebody about you who has a job. You know, like I tell that people this all the time. You know what the first thing the regional manager does when a job comes open? They either are looking for them, their own people that they personally know, or they go down to their reps and say, hey, we're having this associate come open. Do you guys have any recommendations? Or they call their other manager friends. Hey, we're looking. Do you know of anybody? And guess what? When you're being Austin and you're reaching out to hundreds of people and they hear the drive and they hear how hungry Austin is and how he moved across country and made this commitment, they're like, yeah, I got a kid. And then the text is, hey, Austin, shoot me your resume. I got a a possible opportunity for you. And then just snowball effect from there. Yeah, I want to touch on one more thing as well. You know, um, a, a lot of people they feel because they did medical sales that they're above someone else who hasn't done it. Right. It does take commitment. It does take sacrifice to do that. But, you know, it's also, you have to understand that that person who didn't do it, it, they could be working just as hard. Right. And it's funny because I've had a lot of talks with a lot of people, um, even classmates, and they, they feel because they've done medical sales, they're above everyone else. You know, it it doesn't work like that. You have, you have, you have to set yourself apart by how you work and who you talk to. You know, it, 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 medical sales college ain't going to set you apart. It's not. I appreciate you saying that. Because we actually just had, oh, sorry, uh, we had a Lauren on the podcast 
two weeks ago and she said the exact same thing. And, and I said that because I reached out. I had a lot of people tell me I should go to medical sales college, right? And me being the cheap dude I am, I'm like, I couldn't see the value of 14K when I was like, they're going to still have to network and do everything I'm doing now with no, with, but with 14K into debt. So, and I tell people, you know how many people called me from medical sales college who graduated who are like, I reached out to three people and I had reached out to 2000 at their point. And I had, had already had 10 interviews and they had zero. You know, like what you just said, the, the, the company, or that doesn't define you. It's how hard you're willing to work. Now, again, if you're in it and you're working that hard, maybe it shows you that you're even more committed. That, that's the yeah. talk I've had as well. Um, but again, it's, it, that has been something I've been told by managers. When I was reaching out and I, and I asked, should I go to medical sales college to these managers? A lot of them would say no, because I think that their comment, again, this was several. I'm not just saying it was one. I'm not saying it's right or wrong either, but they would be like, they're spoiled brats. Because they're thinking that they paid 14K, that they're just getting a job handed to them, that they're going to get done and that they don't have to do the work. And like almost every single manager, they want the opposite of that. You know, they want someone who's knocking on the doors, who's like being you. Because guess what? Austin, I'm pretty sure now that you're in medical sales, you have to reach out to people you don't know, get conversation and get meetings start going so you can make a sale. Just just taking a guess. In services. Uh, definitely calling every day, going face to face. Like it's a, it's a never ending process. Um, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to go into clinics. You have to get in front of doctors. Um, that's just part of it, you know? And, um, I, I want to touch on one more thing as well. Um, stating back to what we just said, mm-hmm. you know, out of all the interviews I had, you know, like I said, I had 40, maybe more. Um, it was never, they were never really interested because I went to medical sales. It was always because I was an ex-athlete, you know, medical sales didn't really stand out to them. They, they would have my resume. They wouldn't really say much about it. You know, they understand that, you know, I went and got a foundation, but like I said, I already had that foundation from um, school before my bachelor's. Um, so like, you know, you may have a business you own or um, uh, a job you sell stuff at, you know, that'll help you stand out. You know, medical sales alone, like the college, you know, not it won't necessarily help. I mean, in some cases it may, but in all cases, no. Yeah. And I, and I always say this because sometimes it can come off like I'm like always hating on medical sales college. And, and I don't want it to come off that way. I just always think if you're a driven person, if you're someone who's, you know, especially ex-athletes, right? They want ex-athletes because they know you're driven. You went through some crap. You had to bounce back. You, you had to go through adversity. I would save your money and go get that. Same thing. If you had a business, you started a business, you were able, you went through some adversity, you bounced back, you were able to make sales. They want that. You don't need a piece of paper to say that you're, you're worthy enough. You can prove it by your actions. Um, but with that said, like I always say, maybe medical sales is your, your jump. Maybe it's your step of your commitment. Maybe it's the right reason for you. Again, I always say this on the podcast. There's no right or wrong. It's just what's right for you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some people it's going to be very beneficial for some people. Like for me, it never was going to be beneficial because I already knew I'm like, I'm talking to people doing it. I'm working 30 times harder than them and I'm getting interviews and they've been out for three months and their whole class hasn't even got one interview and they're all crying because they can't get a job. And here I'm doing job interviews with no sales experience. It's definitely different from with everyone, you know, because obviously everyone's going to have different experience and some may have no experience of all when it comes to anatomy. So in that case, you know, medical sales is very beneficial, mm-hmm. um, I believe. You know, pe- people who have no background, definitely, like, go for it, you know. I love, sure. that. I love that. Yeah, and so now going into the next part of, hey, 
what did you feel like you did to make yourself stand out between those interviews and getting the other candidates? Because like I tell everyone, you're never going to get the first job you apply to that. If you do, congratulations, you're an anomaly that doesn't happen. Um, but like, you're going to go through all these interviews. What did you feel like was different between the first time and those last times when you started going to the final round of the interviews and being able to close and like get that job? So, so for me, it was more so about making it clear what I was bringing to the table for them. You know, a lot of time in interviews, you know, we just go answer questions and not really say what we're going to bring to the table. You know, I took advantage when I was being interviewed and, you know, I was telling them what they were going to be getting, who they were going to be getting. And, you know, what I've done in the past, I've wrote books, I've had two businesses, you know, it, it shows, you know, I'm, I, I'm a go-getter. Like, mm -hmm. I, if I want it, I'm going to get it. And, you know, I just make it clear that what they're going to be getting if they choose me and like, it won't be a mistake. So my biggest advice when you, when you are interviewing, just make sure you tell them, like, make it clear what they'll be getting, you know? I love that, man. Oh, that's, man. that's so good. And the, the thing I just want to touch on is when I talk to people all the time, what I bring up is I, I, when you're going to do an interview with a company, I always tell people, think about a relationship, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever your significant other is, you know, do you want to be with someone who's super needy or do you want to be someone who's confident in themselves and going to, and, and don't, doesn't need you all the time. And what I mean by that, if you're going into a job interview and you're like, I need this job, this is my only offer. I need to make it. You now become that needy person who just, Hey, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Instead of every single job interview, especially those last four that I started to get the job offers. It was always like, Hey, first off, I'm getting other offers. You're not my only one. I have opportunities elsewhere, but like, this is why I believe I would be a good fit for you. And I want to make sure that you're a good fit for me, making sure that it's kind of that reversed of like you, what you said, make sure you know what you're bringing to the table and they, and they see that, but also making sure that they have to sell to you because with, with a company, it's a relationship. You got to work for a company you really love. And so you got to make sure it's a good fit for you. So that's my advice to you. If you guys are listening, you're getting those interviews, it's got to be a two way street. It can't be like, I just want, 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 because if you're coming off that needy or they're like, ah, oh, he just, you know, give him a couple more interviews or give me, give him a couple more years. You want it to be like, again, like I say, you and me both similar. I came in, I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn it around. I don't care what anybody says. I've been told to get the out of places. I've been told to go off. Like they've said some specific like things to me and know what I say, smile. Awesome. Cool. On to the next one. And they yeah. want to see that, you know, and, and I know that's the exact same way you are. And again, why you landed such a high position with no prior sales experience. So again, I just want people to hear that. I actually want to touch on that. You know, um, it all comes down, you know, let's say someone takes a chance on you. They believe in you. They see what you, you know, what you bring to the table for them. Like he said, you know, make sure who you're working for, you're going to like, it's going to be enjoyable for you as well. You know, make sure they're bringing something for you because if, if you're in a one way street and you're not happy, then you're just not going to produce like you should. You know, if you have people behind you that believes in you, it's like friends, you know, good friends. Yep. Like Jacob, yeah. for instance, you know, um, talking to him, we, us going back and forth, it motivates me. You know, I made a, I motivate him, mm -hmm. you know, same as a job. You have people behind you who believe in you and push you. It's going to make you go that much harder. And on days you don't feel, um, you know, like, like doing that extra call or doing that extra three in services, whatever it may be, you know, you have people behind you to push you. And that's what it comes down to working for someone that, you know, you believe in and they believe in you. So I love that, man. Oh. And I will say that's just a huge part for me is like, that's why I chose the position I did with the company I did. My manager went out on a, on a limb for me. 
and they, and they were putting their job on the line to try to bring in someone with no sales experience, probably just like yourself. And when you have somebody who's doing that, like I was always like, first off, I'm not going to let me fail, but I'm not going to let someone else fail. Who's taking a shot on me. I'll work a million hours before I let them let me fail for them because now their name's on the line for me. You know, like, like that was something that drove me. And even again, like, like you said, having a great team, like I have an amazing team that I can text everybody on my team and they encourage me. They help me. They do stuff compared to, I know there's teams that it's everyone for themselves. And a lot of times when it's like that, they don't stay very long because it's hard to, to, to go. And, and again, we're in this all together. So again, I love the message that you just said right there is finding that place where it's going to work for both you um, and, it, and it drives you because like, as we all know, once you break into these days or break into this job, you guys, there's always more that you can do, but there's also pretty, it's pretty easy to call it. You know, you could, you could be done and be like, hey, I did three calls and I did some couple cases and I'm going to just call it an early, early Tuesday, you know, and, and that's not going to change anything. That's not going to make that territory start moving. So I love that you went there, Austin. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And now, just really quick to start getting into it. So net, you're, you are a TM now, man. You're, you're in the, the industry. Can you just kind of give us your first, I know you're brand new, but kind of your first first thoughts on, hey, what's it like now that you're in it? Because we, like I tell everybody, you think it's one thing, you get in, you actually really learn what it is about. So we'd love to just hear your experience this far and like any feedback you would tell someone who maybe they're listening to this and they just got a job or they're about to interview and close the job. What, what should they expect for the next steps when they're, once they break in? So for any company, you are going to go through more training. Um, it's similar to medical sales college um, as far as, you know, with COVID now, they do a lot of it through Zoom. Uh, that was for me, uh, for instance. But, you know, my first weekend, you know, I, I hit 120 clinics, um, talked to 100 and probably 130, 140 doctors alone my first weekend. Um, killed some sales, did good. Um, but you, you have to understand that these doctors – really care about their patients. So you have to be prepared. Like they're going to, they're going to hit you with tough questions. They're going to hit you with some questions like, Whoa, you know, it, but you have to, you have to think on your feet and you have to be ready. And that comes from preparation, studying the products, you know, studying kind of some questions you may think you may receive that are in depth, you know, be ready for that. Um, but it all comes down to preparation. That, that's my big advice to anyone. Your first week, your first months into a new job, like preparation is huge. Yep. And I always just tell people, I'm sorry, I'm just getting some feedback. Um, but I always just tell people, you don't know what you don't know, right? Like you don't know until you get asked that hard question by that doctor that one time, you know, and then you have no answer and, and you have a decision. You can either bull crap, which they're going to know. And they're, now you're that rep who doesn't tell the truth and you're just telling them what they want to hear. Or you can be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I, I actually don't know that but I will find out and I will for sure get you that answer right away. As soon as I know, you know what I mean? And like you said, though, is it's preparation, man. You're going to get asked. Everything's brand new to you. And this is the thing I always try to tell people. If you're working with doctors that have been in there for 20 years, guess what? They've seen a lot of different stuff and they can talk about a lot of different things. When you've been in there for three weeks, you don't know what half the words they're saying. And you yeah. got to be fast. You got to pick it up and you got to start. That's why having a team that you can rely on that have been there for a while, they can help you. They can help catch you up to speed because otherwise, you know, like you said, it is, it's all preparation, but like it's, it's, it's so much information. It's all brand new and you're never just going to stop learning. It's, you got to respond. And, and like you said, when you get asked, you got to be able to think on your feet, come up with those answers and, and keep going to the next one. Cause you know, like you said, I, I can guarantee out of 140 doctors, not all 140 said yes. So you just yeah. got to keep, keep moving on and keep rolling. It's a numbers game for sure. And 
you know, touching on that, you know, you, you have to be honest because they will call your BS quick. And, you know, word travels very quick and that can mess up all your business. Uh, so be truthful. And if you don't know something, say you don't know, write the question down, find it out, get back to them. You know, you know, I've had some questions asked. I didn't know the answer to, um, but I wrote that question down, got back to them that day. Then they appreciated that. So be, be truthful. I love that, man. Yes. It, it always goes a big way. So can you please just give our listeners um, the last thing is advice to anyone breaking in, you know, if, if it, whether it's someone who's listening, I, I have people just this week, you know, I talked to somebody, they're already in sales, but they're trying to break in. Talk to someone who has no sales experience. They feel discouraged. They want to break in. What are you saying to somebody who's going to reach out? Um, and again, we'll tag all your stuff here soon, but what do you, what, what would be your advice to someone who's like, Hey, I want to do medical device. They're past that, that point of, I think I want to do it. I want to learn more about it. Right. If you don't know what it is, go back to the last 20 episodes, listen to it, reach out to people, you'll find out what it is. But if they're like, hey, I'm ready to break in, what's your advice to anyone? So first and foremost, you know, like we talked about networking, uh, that's huge. But you also have to understand that medical device sales, it's pretty much all gas, no brakes. Like you have to be willing to go the extra mile for doctors, for yourself, preparation, um, and your company. Like you have to, if you want to do well in this field. Um, because nothing's going to be given to you. No job's going to be given to you. You have to believe in yourself. Know that you're valuable. You know, you you have a lot of value, but you have to believe in that for yourself for someone else to see that through you. Um, and, you know, that's really my big advice. And, and it also comes down to sacrifice. You know, are you going to sacrifice going out? Let's say, let's say you're going out on the weekend, right? Can you sacrifice that to do some more networking? You know, um, that's what it came down for me. You know, just sacrifice. Um, you know, that's a big factor and just taking the time to make them connections and apply to jobs, you know, I love that, man. And what I really want to state from what you just said there, it's a quote that made me, I think, man, and I, and I listen to a lot of motivational videos, but one of the videos I heard is everybody wants an above average life, but they want to put in the average work ethic. Right. And, and one thing I remember here and it was, I'm pretty sure it was Kobe, but I, and I, I think it was him, but it might've been someone else, but it was, everybody wants that like work-life balance. They want to be perfect. They want perfect. Like if you're trying to be great at something, there's no balance. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're working, you're making sacrifices. You're doing, you're not out drinking every night with your buddies. You're not, you know, doing all these things because you're trying to make a sacrifice for what you're going to do, you know, and what you just said made me, it made me hit that. And I want to touch this to the listeners. Everybody calls me, I want a nine to five job. Well, I've had this talk with a lot of people. If you're wanting a nine to five job, be okay with making a nine to five job salary. Go find a nine to five job and be okay making 50, 60 K a year. If you're trying to find a job, the reason people want to do medical device sales and they hear one, two, three, five hundred thousand dollars, guess what? You're working more than the average person because you're making more than the average person. You know what I mean? That's just something that I'm super passionate about, um, no matter where you're at in life. And again, it doesn't come down to money. What it, maybe it's you want to be great at fitness. You know what? You're gonna have to, if you want to get better shape, you're going to have to sacrifice on food and you're going to have to work out more than the average person who doesn't have abs. You know what I mean? Like no matter what we do in our life, it's sacrifice, but 
there's so many times people want to find this balance. And, and again, I, I'm important on like, Hey, I want to have fun, but I also want to be serious. But I, I just want to say that to the listeners, if you guys are looking for that, I just want an easy life. I don't think this is the career for you. And I, and I want to state that right now because it's not like you heard Austin it's go, go, go. There's always something more I can be doing to push my territory. There's always something more I can do more networking, something that's going to be getting it. And you have to be okay with handling that. And, and again, this is why I tell people, there's a reason medical device reps get paid more than the average person. There's a lot of stress that comes with it. There's a lot of the things that you can't talk about like that actually happens with it because it, it's, a, it's, you're getting paid more. So you need to be able to perform more. And, that, and that's just the way of the world. So I, I just wanted to state that because what you just said, Austin, was something that I hear all the time. And, and I really just want to be passionate about and tell everybody, like, if you're trying to have an above average life, you're going to have to do a lot above average than everybody else. You're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to make bigger sacrifices. You're going to have to do things that most people would do or maybe laugh at and don't understand. And, and I say that because as someone who's very type A personality, like I get told a lot, even by family, Jake, you work too much. Like you're doing a job plus a side hustle, plus a podcast, plus other, it's just who I am. Like you said, I want to have as, as much impact on someone's life that I can. And there's, there's sacrifices that maybe I make to my social life. Maybe I don't drink anymore. You know, like I barely drink, you know, because I can't afford not waking up at 5 a.m. Some days, like my days start at 4 a.m. And they go till 9 p.m. You know, like if you're trying to make an impact or you're trying to be above average, no matter if it's your career, your relationships, whatever you're trying to do in life, it's going to take sacrifice and apologize for going on that rant. But you saying that man just made, made so many questions that I get asked all the time where they, people want to slide by and do the bare minimum to make the most amount of money. And guess what? If that's your mindset, that's a losing mindset and you're not going to win at life because what you need to think is I need to go above and beyond and eventually that will pay off. And I was just yes. saying, I say this because I just actually had a talk with a, an owner and what we think is most employees think I do the bare minimum to get paid the most. And that's how I'm going to work. And the business owners or people who are paying you, if you're not working the hardest, they're not going to pay you more because they're like, why the heck would I pay you more? You're barely doing what I'm asking now. And so it's when you would go above and beyond, you work harder, you make those sacrifices. Guess what? Good stuff happens. So yep. that's, that's just my advice to anybody listening. Again, this isn't even for medical device sales. This is anything you do in life. If you're trying to be great, you're going to have to make sacrifices and you're going to have to do things that most people won't understand. Yeah. I, I don't want to go off on the deep end either real quick, but, uh, you know, cutting, cutting corners, it's not going to help you in any way, but you may cut a corner. It might help you short term, but long term, it's going to bite you back in the butt hundred percent. Um, but I also want to say, you know, life is going to knock you down. It's going to be tough. You're going to get told no. You're going to lose. You're going to lose a lot. That's part of life. It's messy at times, but it's how you learn from that and grow from that and move forward. You know, I'm, I'm big. I always say keep moving forward. You know, that's, that's like my thing. I tell myself that every day. If I'm going through something, keep moving forward, you know, because you, you are stronger than you think. And if you want it, like we talked about, you'll go get it and make it happen. Life's too short, so why settle with just average or good enough? You know, that's scary, you know? That's scary, man. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and, and again, I think we get it because we're the athletes, like always driving better, strength and conditioning. I get that, man. I love it. Again, maybe, th maybe this rubs some people the wrong way, but again, like 
we laugh because we're super passionate dudes. We don't care what other people think when it comes to like being average. We're, we're trying to make impact on the world where we're trying to, you know, be the best humans that we can be. And, and again, like I say, there's no right or wrong for anybody. It's just individuals. And when you can find someone, as you can tell, really enjoy being with Austin, because we think alike, we have a, have a mindset like each other that we want the best out of, we want the best and the most out of our lives that we're trying to get. And, I, and again, I hope that's you too. I hope that's whoever's listening. I want, I hope you want the most out of your life. I hope you are wanting to do more than just the average person, because again, we only get one life and one opportunity at this fun, fun run. Um, but going into it to, to end us again, Austin, thank you so much for being on here, man. But I want to, I want to tag you because you got quite the TikTok that you got some followers. So I want you to, uh, share, where can these guys find you at, man? Uh, so on Instagram, uh, Austin Mayo 21. Um, that's my Instagram tag. Uh, just go give me a follow. Um, I have my TikTok in there as well. I post daily motivational content on there uh, for anyone going through hard times or difficult situations in life. Um, you know, I, I really try to put the best messages out there from personal experiences or whatever it may be to help y'all. You know, it ain't about me. My life's about how it can impact and serve others. So um, if, if you if you're needing motivation, just go check out my TikTok page and um, hopefully it, it can have some type of impact on you. I love that, man. I love that. And that's, and again, that's why I always enjoy having you on. I know you're in here for, with your heart and where you're trying to be and trying to make that impact on everybody's, everybody's life. So again, you guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me and Austin, uh, just hopefully give you guys some value. Maybe we rambled on and you're like these, these fools, especially me. I know I don't shut up. So you guys always are uh, getting a, a full run when I'm here, but uh, I appreciate you guys always tuning in, always following along. If you guys haven't, please press that like and subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, if you guys are on the podcast, please leave us that five-star review because again, it's just how we have impact. It's how we grow the channel, how I am able to reach more people and, and teach them about this beautiful and awesome career that has so much impact and, and can and make it change your life. So I appreciate you guys doing that. And if you haven't, I always just like to talk about that ebook that I just produced that again, it goes into depth of what I did to break in you guys. It, it, like Austin said, it goes into networking. It goes into my business plan, my 30, 60, 90, my brag book. It goes into the messages I, I sent to people to get job offers from the top 30 companies in the medical device world. So if you guys are interested and you want a little more in depth, you can find that at new to medical or what's in the link um, in the description link. But again, I appreciate you guys always tuning in. I hope you got some value for this. And again, Austin, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, thank you, Jacob. Yeah, appreciate you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.